to another episode of Control Chaos, where anything is possible. The Chiefs are out here losing to the Raiders at home. There's football on Tuesday nights. Tom Brady doesn't know what down it is. What the hell? Anyway, my name's Nick Ciamera. It's Thursday, October 15th. Joining me as always, my good friend Matt Semenik. Hi. And our super producer, Brandon Doerr. Better show your sexy I'm face. I'm still here. <laughs> Great, Brandon. And as always, we have another incredible episode planned for today. But first, DJ, hit that. Control chaos. Control chaos all day, 3-2. Control chaos. We ain't out of control. We still crazy, though. Don't you love a shout-out from Mark? I like winning. Yeah, me By too. 24. Hell yeah. So, uh, initial thoughts on the game. 27-3 victory, Baltimore Ravens. One by 24 points. Defense held them to three points, one field goal. Nice. Offense put up 20, 20 points. Not bad. Also, when you know they're looking at fixing their weaknesses, Lamar still throwing that ball, trying to stay in the pocket a little longer. He's improving. He's winning games, and he's getting better. Found Hollywood in the end zone, getting the receivers in there. Hollywood deserved his first touchdown. He's been working for He's been getting the target shares. Love to see the guy get in there. Let him do a little dance. Yeah. Hell yeah. A little bit of Hollywood in the end zone. In addition, the defense, we got a nice little rookie there and Patrick Queen showing out. AFC Defensive Player of the Week. He had nine tackles, one sack, two, fu- uh, two fumble recoveries, and a fumble for a touchdown that he... Don't recovered. forget that force fumble, too. Force fumble, that's absolutely right. Hell of a stat line. Patrick Queen, you're making yourself known he is now a runner-up. For the uh, NFL a, defensive... Not a runner-up, but a candidate. He's a candidate. Yeah, He's I know what you candidate. meant. I know what you meant. Yeah, candidate. Like candy, but candidate, right? Right, just like that. Yeah, just like <laughs> candy. He's sweet like candy since he's on the Ravens. Yeah, well, anyway, he's looking for that NFL defensive rookie of the year honor, and he's making a good name for himself so far. Oh, yeah. Also, Marlon Humphrey is fourth week with a forced fumble. Love seeing that punch. I don't know how he does it. But I love seeing it. You better hold that bag tight around that man. He'll make you fumble that. All right? Four Listen, weeks. Marlon, I don't know how you do it. That punch is just ridiculous. If I got hit in the gut by that, I'd probably be knocked out. I don't know how you're so accurate with the punch, but keep it up. I'm just waiting for him to miss one time, though, Nick, and then he just rocks a guy in his gut. Yeah. Or his, his face or something. Just makes him puke on the Did field. The, will he get, like, a suspension <laughs> or, like, a fine? No, not if, not if he's clearly, like, trying to hit the ball. But what if he misses and he's got a really I know, strong but punch and just knocks no. like, the spit out of a guy? No, I mean, like, Deshaun Watson got kicked in the face when he threw that game-winning touchdown against the Raiders last year. It's like, shit happens. Yeah, but I feel like that guy didn't try to kick the ball out of his I know, hands. but Marlon Humphrey's not trying to punch a dude in the gut. He's trying to get the ball. Yeah, that's so like If you're making a football play, like, there's nothing they can do. I'm just saying, with well, COVID-19 going on, if he punches someone in the stomach, some spit flies out. I mean, the refs could throw a penalty, you know, with this league nowadays, but, I mean, if I'm a coach, like, you're not, like, pissed off when you see that film. Oh, yeah, I hope he keeps doing it. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it, to be honest with you, see what happens. All right, also, we should shout out Justin Matabuke, another rookie, his first start as a Raven. You might not know him all that well. He was uh, a mid-round pick for the Ravens this year. Played a, a really solid game against Cincinnati in his debut. Had about as many snaps as Calais Campbell. 
And, you know, he was in Joe Burrow's face like a lot of the other pass rushers on the Ravens defense. I remember I was watching with my dad this past Sunday, and he's like, look out for 92. Look out for this kid, Matabuke. And he was right. Played a pretty impressive game in his debut. And, you know, the fact that he played the same amount of as snaps as Calais Campbell, that says a lot. That a shows veteran, a yeah. lot of trust in this Matabuke. And that's big for Calais because now those big boys, they need rest on the sideline. They can't be out in the field all the time. You know, you saw that against the Chiefs. They just get tired, and it's not unusual. These big guys, they got to get their rest off and stay on mm-hmm. the field a little bit. Matabuke being in there gives them a little extra a little extra time to relax. And, you know, anytime my dad, like, he's been so good at calling rookies. Like, he saw Alvin Kamara before Alvin Kamara popped off. He saw Odell before Odell popped off. He's, he says to me and my brother, um, like, in their rookie year, early games, he's like, watch out for this kid. If he's available in fantasy, go get him. And so I'm taking his word for it again. You know, I think this kid, Matabuke, I mean, I thought, personally, he, he played pretty well, even if my dad hadn't said anything, so... Um, overall, I'm, I was pleased. I'm curious, where does your dad find this stuff out? That's pretty impressive. He's just been watching football for so long. He's also he also should have been a ref as long as while also being a scout. Like he's just he sees the game differently. He's a scout. No, I'm saying like he should have been a ref and he should have been a he could have been either because oh, okay, he's okay. so good at seeing you know football. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got that scout ability. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. All right. Um, any other thoughts on the Ravens for against against the Bengals, I should say? No, you know, uh, the Ravens are working on their weaknesses. You can tell from that game it wasn't pretty. They put up 20 points. The defense put up the other seven. They, they're, they're getting better, <coughs> and they're still handling business. They're showing they're a dominant team. They still haven't really had a close game yet, which I'm a little worried about. I'd like for them to get a little bit. You know, in more of a tight game where it goes down to the fourth quarter because that's how playoffs are going to be. That's what playoffs are going to come down to, especially if they see the Chiefs. The Titans looked really good. You might even see the Titans in the playoffs again. That would be a nice rematch uh, from 2019 year. I would love to see a rematch with those two teams. And I just think that the, the Ravens, they as long as they keep working on their weaknesses and they keep performing the way they are, they're going to be tr- tremendous come playoff time at the end of the year, come winter. And I think, uh, going off what you just said, I think a lot of Ravens fans are looking at this team and saying, okay, they won, but this isn't the best. Like, that's cool, 27-3. Like, I mean, some fans are just spoiled. But, like, I feel like you and I, at least, like, we can see that this team has a much higher ceiling. Like, I I picked, what, 37-10, I think, for last week's game. Like, I thought the Ravens would do even more, score more, be more efficient. And, I mean, they're still handling teams, but, you know, I think it's looking a lot like last year. I mean, if you remember last year, the Ravens started kind of slow. They lost to the Browns and the Chiefs. It's very true. So, you know, I think as a fan base, the Ravens should continue to be patient. And, you know, I think the ceiling is just much higher. Also, I saw that Lamar Jackson, he was actually sick. He was ill on Thursday. He yeah. didn't even practice. He had a hurt knee. And uh, yeah, he lost a family member, was it, I believe? It was either a friend or a family he, member. He lost somebody close to him. Either way, that that is painful. That hurts. That stays in your mind, whether you're in a game or not. So he would had to deal with all those things and still pull out the victory. And you didn't hear a peep from Lamar, did you? I didn't hear it until, honestly, a couple days ago. And... That just shows the incredible potential of this young man, Lamar. 
it shows that he he really is a humble guy. He doesn't like making excuses, and that was what separates him from the rest. He doesn't make those excuses. He just looks to keep getting better and finally bring home that Super Bowl to Baltimore, who had that trust in him from day one by drafting him in the first round. With the, their lead last at, pick. the lead at. Trading up to get him. That's not a usual thing for Baltimore. All right, all right. The flock line is ringing. Flock line, flock line, flock line. For the first time. Let's go. Flock line. Flock line. Caller, are you there? I'm here. Caller, what is your name? Yeah. Uh, I'm Josh, and, um, yeah, I'm just – Dude, I'm I'm a big fan of y'all podcast. Control chaos, man. Keep that chaos going, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for being a part of the, the flock line. So we just want to, you know, have our viewers come in, answer a couple questions. You ready for your first question there, Josh? I am. All right, so our first question is, this week the Ravens face off against the Philadelphia Eagles. I would like to <laughs> Yeah, I know, boo. I would like to know, first of all, who do you think is going to win this game? I got, the, I got, you know, I got faith in my Ravens. You know, they, they definitely going to pull it off with a big – What's happening right now is, you know, the defense isn't on, it's on and off, and so is the offense. But what's playing a big part is not having these fans in the stadium, giving, feeding them this energy. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I still got faith in my Ravens. I'm, I'm not, you know, looking for anything extraordinary, but I, I think they can pull it off. I agree, and you say they're on and off like a light switch, right? Would you say that they are beatable if their switch is turned off? Do you think that Philadelphia I, has I, any chance of beating Baltimore this week? I do. If they're not, if their heads ain't in the game, you know, uh, the past couple weeks been watching them. You know, some of their heads been down. They just don't look like they're as enthusiastic as they usually are. But you know, that's that comes with the game. You got to be able to adapt. But I, I think you know, if they uh. All play as a team, they can definitely pull it off against the Eagles. That's very good. That's very good, Josh. And I would love to know, what do you see the final score being for this game? I'm going to say it's going to be uh, third. Um, shit, it's going to be a tough one, but I'm going to say it's going to be tw- 31 to 14. Okay. 31-14. Ravens? Yeah, course, Ravens, of course. Ravens. Of course. Okay, okay. Now, this Josh. is the flock line, baby. I'm, I'm calling for the flock. <laughs> yeah, Josh with the flock line. I'll so, so Josh, you said something about the fans not being there. I believe there's going to be, what, 7,000 fans at the Eagles Stadium this week? Well, whatever number it is, do you think there's going to be a lot of Ravens fans there? you think we're going to travel since Philly is right there? Of course. Um, you know, where – you know, where the team goes, our fans are following. Uh, we got fans all over this country, and uh, I believe, you know, the fans are, def- are definitely going to be uh, loyal, especially if they get a chance to get a seat. Um, so best believe you're going to be hearing them Raven fans in them stadium, in that stadium uh, Sunday night. Well, I'll, uh, tell Sunday you, I'll tell you afternoon. what there, Josh. If any of our fans are just like our caller here, you know, with the flock cam, I'll tell you what, we're going to have fans all in that stadium. Now, Gosh, we asked you the easy questions. Next question, you ready for it? I am. All right, so we play the Eagles. You said we'd have to complete off switch. Carson Wentz, he's been struggling a little bit. They got one win, one tie, 
three losses. They're really struggling in Philly. Wentz has as many interceptions as Aaron Rodgers did, I believe, last year in week, around week four. So Wentz has already thrown that many picks this year. Let me ask you, if you got a tryout for the Eagles, do you think that you'd be able to beat Carson Wentz out for the job? I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's Carson Wentz. I I, I got a shoulder on me. I, I could throw a good 50 yards, but, hey, give me that pressure and I might humble. just crumble. I, I'm going to crumble like a cracker. I mean, I, I can't, I'll be honest with you. But, uh, Respect. What, what you if know, Carson I, I, Wentz broke his throwing arm? Do you think you could beat him out? Oh, of course. I mean, I could, I could, I could throw a dime or two. I mean, don't ask anything, you know, out of the ordinary. But I could probably pass a dime or two. I'll tell you that one. A dime, huh? Okay, so like a dime or two, or can you stay consistent? Gotta be consistent. I, I think, I think maybe a, a couple of dimes. A couple of dimes. A couple of dimes might do the trick against the Eagles. We got a strong defense, so I, I think maybe you know you might have a shot there. All right, Josh. We got one more question for you. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Josh, lots of NFL stars get nicknames nowadays. You know, we have Marquise Hollywood Brown. And I was just wondering, if you were to make the NFL, you were to beat Carson Wentz, what would your NFL nickname be? Uh, my nickname would probably be uh, J.O. with the mayo. J.O. with you the know, I wanna, okay. Yeah, I want to bring that mayonnaise on the field, and, and once I do, they probably wouldn't know what to do with it. The, but, <laughs> hey, coming back to my thought, of, I, you know, they're going to be slipping and sliding all over the place. Once I get grooving, you know, hey, there ain't nothing that can stop the mayonnaise. Now, Josh, the mayonnaise, I, see, I hear you mention the mayonnaise a lot. Is mayonnaise term for a juke move, or is this term for a dime pass? Please elaborate. Come on. <laughs> um, it's it's more along the lines of whatever you want it to fit it as. Uh, you know, if I'm doing something good, you know, I got the mayonnaise. If I'm doing something bad, Josh don't got the mayonnaise. So you, you know, it comes and goes. <laughs> but you know, I keep the mayonnaise in my pocket, so I can pull it out. But then again, sometimes they don't come out. So I mean, I'll tell you that one. Well, it sounds like you might need to keep it out and don't put it in your pocket there, Josh. Keep the mayonnaise out. <laughs> that is that that's that's a, yeah. Uh, you got a good point there, Jim. All right, so Jo with the mayo. What would be your signature move? Uh, I could probably definitely you know give him a hard two step. You know, make him look that way. But whole time mayonnaise going the other way. You know. Oh, so you're dancing with them out there. You're dancing. Mm -hmm. Got to keep them. Got to keep everybody on their toes. Now, Josh, can't be flat-footed out there. What would your dancing shoe be? Are you a, a work boot type of guy, or are you a tennis shoe kind of guy, or are you a croc kind of guy? Uh, honestly, uh, you know, it's whatever fits the mood. Uh, if I'm wearing boots, if I'm wearing crocs, or if I'm wearing tennis shoes, but if I'm feeling it, you best believe the shoes are feeling it too, baby. I can definitely see Josh out there on the football field slinging passes wearing work boots for sure. Of course. Uncle you know Rico I got style. the Dr. Souls in these babies. <laughs> the Dr. Souls. Keeping your feet fresh. I like it. That's good hygiene. That's what I try to teach my students there, Josh. Josh, you still with us? Josh, are you there? Uh, yeah, you're, it's kind of breaking up. Sorry. Uh, you know, I'm Josh, where are just you? moving along. Where are you, Josh? Uh, I'm just chilling looking at this pine tree. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I don't even have to hit the laugh button on that. Jesus. So the pine <laughs> <laughs> is this pine tree in your neighborhood? Is it? Is it by? It is. It is. It's actually in the. I'm, I got a cool spot on the back of the porch, just looking at this pine tree. Pine tree, looking at me. I got. We got a different kind of variety of trees out here, just like our football team. But look, it don't matter what tree you are. It's a dot. What you eating? Respect right Wise there. Wise words. Wise words there. It's about your diet. You, you don't tell no lie there, Josh, on the on the flat call. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man, it was a pleasure for y'all having me. I really had a great time. Y'all really boosted my spirit. I hope the Ravens pull it off, uh, you know, Sunday. And, um, yeah, man. Well, Josh, we want to thank you for being our first flock caller. First of all, yeah, cheers, cheers. You're a great flock caller. As a reward, we're going to reward you with a $5 Wendy's gift card. All right, $5 Wendy's gift card. Hey, my 444. Yeah, that's my favorite. You know, the bacon, bacon, uh, cheeseburger, junior cheeseburger with the uh, fries and nuggets. Well, we like to look out for the future of our callers. We realize that the four for four is four dollars, so we like to give you a dollar start for your next order. So, no, I, dude, you're you guys are honestly awesome. Thank you, Josh. We we love hearing that. So we're gonna have to go, unfortunately. But thank you for joining us on the flat call. We appreciate yes, your time. Yes, sir. Much love. Peace. So long, Josh. And he's gone. What a nice guy. <clears throat> I wonder what's up with that. Pine tree must be one fine piece of meat over there. He's staring <laughs> at it like that. I know he's a fan of the Colts. We should ask him about that. Is um, he a Colts fan? Yeah. I don't even I'm calling know him back. Josh is. It's like, no. Nah. <laughs> All right. Well, the Colts played the Browns, so that uh, we can segue into the next topic like You're that. Right. You know what I'm going to say, Nicholas. Yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm going to say. Go ahead. I'm going to say watch out for those Browns. Watch out for those Browns. They are good. Crickets, crickets, but they are tied with the Ravens right now at the top of the division. We have the tiebreaker because we did beat them pretty badly the first game of the year. However, the Browns are winning games. They're on a four-game winning streak. I know. I know all this. Four Come on, man. Game we got to rub it in. And who did they beat last week? Colts. The Colts. The freaking Colts. Colts. They had one loss. Now they have two. Now they got two. They had one loss. The Browns are no joke this year. So they're year. three and two. They're they three and two. They beat a full team. healthy Dak Prescott, scoring 49 points that game. All right, well, Phil Rivers looks like shit this year. He has not adjusted well to the Colts. They still have a good defense. All right, you're right. I'm not going to sit here and argue with the Browns. They're looking better than I anticipated. As I've said before, I'm an Odell fan, so, you know, it kind of sucks being a Ravens fan and a Beckham fan. I hate the Browns, but, you know, I got to give it to you. You were right. Give, give were right. props to the Browns. Hey, but the playoffs, though, I still don't know about that, but they're doing better than I anticipated. They're on their way. They're looking good. I just don't see them not making it at this point. I got the Browns making the playoffs at least as a lot. All right. We'll see. We got some divisional yeah, matchup still, teams coming up. still very up. early. They have to play the Ravens and the Steelers twice. Yeah, it could go downhill real quick for them. It could, or they could turn it around. You never know. This year, I like it because it's pretty even league, uh, league-wide. league I don't think there's a really dominant team this year. Yeah, I mean, seeing the Chiefs lose to the Raiders, that 
I thought they were the best. I mean, they, they could still be the best, but like you said, you know, there's no clear-cut team, not even Seattle. The Bills just got their ass kicked last night. Seattle, not last night, the night lucky, before. But they, they're winning. They're winning these close games. That's going to help them in the playoff time. They keep winning those close games. I, I think that there are maybe a top five, like a little patriarchy. And in my top five, I would have Baltimore, Kansas City, Green Bay, Seattle, and maybe, no, top four. I don't see any. Is that in any particular order? No, I think those four are pretty much the four even top teams. I I don't have Pittsburgh in there yet just because I, I haven't seen them beat anybody with more than one win. I mean, you got to beat some good talent to be yeah. a little recognized. Teams are keeping it close against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and they're, they're not winning by a large margin. They're still winning, which good teams do. So they're a good team, but I don't think they're the top four. And New Orleans, you know, you might have a case for New Orleans, but they, they're they showing their weakness. Without Michael Thomas, they just look a little lost out there. And he's out here getting in trouble, getting the $59,000 fine. Like, I, I saw that. Are we going to have Antonio Brown volume two? I don't know about all that. He just punched a... Punched uh, a teammate, which... That's how it starts. It starts small, and then it gets bigger and bigger. I think we're going to need something else. Gashes out. But, I mean, you never know. Antonio Brown just kind of spiraled there. So yeah, I think Hopefully Michael have, Thomas doesn't spiral. They have Drew Brees over there. He's a little more of a level-headed, respectful guy compared to Ben Roethlisberger. So I think that Drew Brees will, you know, tell Michael Thomas... Relax a little bit. The guys. second Relax anybody tries to step out of line, Drew Brees is going to come in. Oh, shit. Cut that shit out. Mm-mm-mm. Dang, that's crazy, though. <laughs> what if he did? <laughs> Let's not even talk about that segment. All right. Anyway. Speaking of uh, Big Ben, I was surprised to see the Eagles and Steelers keep it close. That was a pretty good game until the fourth quarter. The Eagles are one of the shakiest teams of 2020. I don't know what they are. They, they look like they can beat teams, and then they lose to not good teams like Washington, Washington. And I, I just cannot figure them out. We get to see them this week, and they, they have the ability. I think Carson Wentz might have a little bit of pressure on him right now. I think if he just eases up a little bit, slings it with some comfort. The problem is they don't have anyone to catch the ball either. Their That's receivers true. are Besides Ertz. Ertz hasn't even been alive this year. Yeah. And Goddard. Goddard a little bit, too. Yeah. I'd say Miles Sanders coming back is what's making that team an offensive threat, being able to catch the ball, run the ball. Uh, He's a young player. He's their spark. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if maybe at the end of the year, if they're still struggling, Jalen Hurts comes in. Did you see they were already using him on certain plays, sort of like a Taysom Hill thing with – New Orleans. You saw that's what we did with Lamar when Flacco was yep. kind of exiting out of Baltimore. He came in just getting them getting them in the feel, get them in the roll, get them in the wave a little bit. Yeah. Get out there, throw them out in the fire a little bit. Just that little bit of confidence that Jalen Hurts will get will help him if they do end up starting him. Definitely. And we know what Carson Wentz is capable of. I feel like he hasn't been able to get back to that, um, which is kind of weird. I feel like him and Derek Carr have kind of gone down the same road. If you remember Derek Carr's sort of MVP-like season, yeah. Carson Wentz had his uh, MVP-like season until he got hurt. I feel like they both have kind of shown that they can play at a high level but have just gone 
sort of downhill since then. And yeah. we've been waiting to see him, you know, come back. They both faced injuries. So injuries are a big part too. You know, having having the Ravens this week in a, a must win game for them. They've already lost three or four games. I think it's three. Is it a must win though in that division? Yeah, that's true. I mean, their division is terrible. But just to keep a good record, you know, they've already tied yeah. with Cincinnati. They have three losses, one win. They beat San Francisco. I mean, to me, this is a must win for them. Just okay. as far as being a respectable team in this league. So we have Washington, Washington. We have the New York Giants. We have the Philadelphia Eagles. And we have the Dallas Cowboys. Who do you have winning that division over there in the East? That is a great question. I don't really care, though. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be know. honest, I mean, they're not... I feel like this is probably the hardest gamble of any of the divisions because they're all within the game, pretty much. Yeah. A terrible game. I, I, I think that the Eagles or Cowboys do pull it off. Yeah, probably Dallas. I think they figure out that defense and whether or not Dak or Andy Dalton comes back. Um, I don't know if Dak's coming back. Yeah. No. Looks like it's going to be Andy Dalton. That's definitely going to be a division that... Whoever wins it is going to go seven and nine and take the ship. You know, yeah, definitely one of those years. Definitely watch watch them make the playoffs and make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Might be the first in there. Six, Andy Dalton, six win playoff team. The ginger, he's going to score lots of points this year. I'm scared. I have Michael Gallup and Zeke. You see, he threw a couple me. really nice passes to Gallup. That does make me feel good, but I don't know. He's going to be able to do that consistently as he's just becoming the starter. All right, so enough about our opponent. How do you think the Ravens will match up against the Eagles? I see this game as another opportunity for the Ravens to work on their weaknesses. I just don't see the Eagles having much of a chance to win this game unless a freak accident or freak injury happens to somebody on the Ravens. Somebody gets corona. Yeah, I just... Don't believe that the defense allows Carson Wentz to heat up now. I don't think his first or his best week is going to get, be against the Baltimore Ravens, who just scored 26 points in fantasy and held the Cincinnati Bengals to three points. I just don't think it's possible that he heats up this week, maybe in the future, but not against the Ravens. Offensively for the Ravens, I don't see them slowing us down when we actually try to score points by ground and pound. We're throwing the ball to the receivers, and if anything, I think Hollywood's feeling hot after getting that first touchdown of the year. I think he scores another one this week. He's finally found the end zone. The first one's always the hardest in anything you do. Once you find it the first time, unless you're Julio Jones, you you might be able to find it more frequently. Something that's been kind of worrisome for me is Lamar's inaccuracies a little bit here and there. I mean, week one, he was on point. He wasn't missing anything. Um, but I feel like he's kind of, I don't want to say regressed, but some of the deep balls to Marquise Brown, some of the intermediates. Yep. Um, and I'm not worried about it. It's just something I've noticed. And, you know, you can't have that against a team like the Chiefs or yep. the Titans coming up or the Patriots. So, you know, that's something I think Lamar's got to tighten up, something he's seeing. You know, he works as hard as anyone from what I can tell as a fan, from my point of view. So I think he fixes that. Um, but it's something I've noticed. I'm sure you've noticed. 
little bit of that too. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about working on his weaknesses. Mm-hmm. His weaknesses is exposed. It's staying in the pocket long enough, stepping up again. He did that a, a little more last year, I think, than he is this year. I just don't think he found his comfort yet this year. And, again, we're only five games into the season. I'm not too worried. We're around the same area as we were last year. We may start heating up. They, they're, they're resting. They're keeping everyone fresh for the end of the year. That's how I see it. They don't want to hurt anyone. They're giving everyone their reps. Gus Edwards leading the backfield. Solid amount of times now. Uh, he's a beast, by the way. He runs downfield. He's a great running back. Love having Gus Edwards in there. Hell, yeah. J.K. Dobbins. Finally broke one, those broken tackles. I think he broke two tackles in a, was it a, like a 25, 30-yard catch? Yeah, somewhere somewhere yeah. in there. And it was a nice play. He did excellent. And then you got Mark Ingram. He's always solid. He's going to catch the ball for you, run the ball, whatever you need him to do, motivate you. I, I see the Ravens doing the step challenge there, taking a step. Hopefully the staircase leads to the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, I'm – I'm thinking this is another 10-plus point win. I wouldn't worry about the Eagles if I were, you know, if I were going up against them. So, uh, I think the Ravens actually have a sort of a tough schedule that's going to test them out coming up. Yeah, coming up. I think right now we're hitting a, a patch of, you know, non-contending teams. They, but They have the Eagles coming up, but I believe then they have Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis yep. is coming up. Tennessee is coming up. Tennessee. Pittsburgh again, I believe, then Cleveland. New England somewhere in there. I mean, yeah, coming yeah. up. So There's there's no joke games there. So hopefully they – I wouldn't even mind if they lose one. I just want them to be close in a couple of them so they can get that practice because it's regular season. We know what the Ravens are going to do. They're going to make the playoffs. But they need to keep, keep improving. That's what all the teams need to do. Final score for Sunday, Ravens-Eagles. Final score for Sunday – I got Miles Sanders entering the end zone, whether it be a catch or a run, at least once. So I believe I'm going to stick with my 17. I think Philly scores 17. Ravens score 30. 30-17. Okay. I'm going to go 36-20. I think the Eagles are shaking some of the rust off. I think they showed a little bit of that in Pittsburgh. Especially, you know, like you said, having Miles Sanders back, he's a spark for that offense. And I think they compete. I think they have Miles Sanders get a touchdown, and I think they get a touchdown on some BS and kick two field goals. I think the Ravens do their thing, though. I don't think the Eagles' defense is all that great. Darius Slay on the edge, um, at corner, I should say, not the edge. Um, Should play some pretty good coverage against Marquise Brown and Boykin and Sneed, whoever he's covering. Anyway, I don't think they can handle us like they would hope. So I'm going to go 36-20. Brandon, you want to add your score? Yeah, I'm towards Matt. I think it's going to be 30-10. to um, I hope Marlon Humphrey has another punch fumble. That would be crazy. But Five weeks Gut in a punch. row would be something. Yes, but with Wentz throwing so many interceptions, I think our defense is going to eat him up. So they'll score one touchdown, and it's going to be 30-10. to all right. Yeah. And, uh, hey, you play the games. We just hope we're right, right? The Eagles aren't a terrible team. It always could be a different score. Stay humble, fans. Stay humble, flop. All right. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks, as always, for watching and listening. Next week, we're going to try to open the phone lines, have more callers like Josh, 
think I had fun with that. You guys have fun with that? Reach Definitely. out to us on our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook if you'd like to be a guest caller. If not, we'll just hit some random Call callers. Up. We'll give up we'll the put number, that number if it up. gets too crazy. But just know we're going to have some new segments coming at you, new fun stuff coming. Make sure to tune in. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, make sure you give us a, a five-star rating there. We'd really appreciate it. Also, you know, if you have any other feedback for us, like Matt was saying, you know, just reach out. We're not hard to find. Our social media is at C-O-N-T-R chaos. And any other thoughts before we end this show today, boys? No, I'm good. All right. Peace out. See you all next week. Bye.